Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha, and today we are joined with our prompt delivery expert, Matt Staub. <laughs> Matt Staub. Once again, a master of everything and a jack of none. It's easy to be a delivery expert. You know, it's pretty simple. You pick up what you're delivering, you get to the destination, and you drop it off, and then that's it. So, well, I mean, you make it sound so easy, obviously. I mean, you're the expert, but it's complicated for us. So you buy a lot of things online. I do. <laughs> there was a time where like, I think we've, we've calmed down now, but like we just get something every day and we don't even remember what we ordered. It's great because it's almost like, you know, your birthday because you're opening presents. Like, oh, what's this? <laughs> like, oh yeah, the uh, whatever we order. Cat-based things. Yeah, <laughs> cat food. So the service that launched a couple months ago in LA, and I think it was in New York City, possibly even as early as late last year, definitely early this year, that would kind of help you out in that situation where Amazon Prime now, because it delivers things in one and two hour delivery time. So if you ordered something, I think you would remember it by the time it showed up in an hour or two hours. <laughs> That's true. It solves that that big problem that most people have. Yeah. By- <laughs> of remembering what you ordered. Yeah. So in LA, they launched, I believe it was August this year. And guess what? It didn't take too long for them to get sued over it. They did try to solve the issue that we've talked about many times with the employees versus independent contractors and not to to rehash that too much. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of discussion going on that these drivers, these delivery drivers should be employees. According to some people, companies like Amazon and Uber believe they should be independent contractors. And so what did they do? What did Amazon do? This is something I wasn't even aware they did until this lawsuit just got filed, I believe, this week. It's kind of creative. So they hired this company. I assume it's called Scoobies. Yeah, something Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scoobies. Scoobies, yeah. So they hired the Scoobies, which is basically, it's just a courier service. Amazon contracted with them. And then Scoobies, the courier service, has the actual drivers, which unsurprisingly are independent contractors. So the drivers in this situation are still independent contractors, just one degree away from Amazon Prime, which of course didn't result in them not being named in this class action lawsuit that just got filed. Like I said, I mean, I guess by the time this comes out about a week ago. Days ago. By the way, Scoobies, I think, like you mentioned, is a courier service. They've been operating for a while. So it's not like this is something new for them on this classification issue of drivers. And so that I, that's why I'm a little suspicious of the claim itself of how accurate or you know legit it is. But let's just, for the sake of discussion, and as we always do, let's assume that they're correct. What's interesting is that, okay, you have, as Matt explained, you have Amazon hiring Scoobies who's hiring other independent contractors. And then those independent contractors are suing Scoobies and Amazon saying that they are their employers. And so that's interesting because, you know, we've talked about classification of, of employees and independent contractors probably every day on the podcast since yeah. the dawn of time yeah. that comes up. But I think this is the first time we really got to this issue is, you know, that means that if you hire a third party vendor and they hire independent contractors and they mess up, 
then in theory, you could be liable for that misclassification. And, and that, that doesn't seem correct, right? It doesn't, but, you know, Amazon's pockets are a lot deeper than Scooby's, I would assume. <laughs> That's right. I only glanced at the complaints. So I didn't know. It's not a joint employer or co-employer situation, but, but kind of that idea, I guess, is what they're saying, just not from, not from the employer side of it, obviously. I went through it. I mean, I didn't read every word, but I think that's their concept. I think they are alleging that Amazon is their employer. And I think they have to in order to recover the yeah. any kind of damages for the labor law violations that they name in the lawsuit, Amazon would have to be the employer. So it's, it sounds strange, but we, we should note that it's not crazy. In other words, it's not one of those lawsuits where it's like, okay, there's no way that they can get Amazon on the hook for this because... You know, like I said, it's a company hiring another vendor that's hiring independent contractors. But there is a definition, there's a legal definition of what an employer is. And there's there's statutory definitions on by state, and there's also a common law definition that a lot of courts fall back to. And frankly, it's not much different than how you analyze the classification of, of independent contractor versus employee. And that is, for example, they look at, like, for example, in this case, Amazon exercises control over wages, hours, or working conditions, or, you know, whether they engage them in the typical things that an employer would do as far as, like, in the management and things like that. But I'm not sure we have those kind of things here, how it got, could even be possible. Yeah, and of course, those are answers we'll get if and when the discovery process happens. All we have to work on right now is this complaint that's just been filed and we have one side of things, which it was class action, right? Yeah, it was a class action. Yeah, there was three or four plaintiffs. They want to put it into a class, which I don't know if they hired Scoobies around the country, but I think it's important. Let's compare this to FedEx, right? FedEx got sued a long time ago. They actually just settled not too long, you know, basically this last summer, a $227 million settlement for a bunch of its delivery drivers that were misclassified as independent contractors. And compare that in that case, these independent, so-called independent contractors were driving in FedEx trucks with FedEx uniforms and had schedules and had a tremendous amount of control. And it, it seems, you know, it seems not obvious, I shouldn't say, but that there's a, definitely an argument there. Now, with these Scoobies guys, Scooby-Doo delivery drivers, I don't know if they were wearing Amazon gear or if Amazon was directly managing them. But it seems strange that they would be, and I would assume that they were just a regular delivery driver, whatever Scoobies does for them. And, and they may be misclassified as a Scoobies employer or employee, but as, a, as an Amazon employee, that, seem, that just seems strange to me. We talked about FedEx a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Was that the one? I'm trying to recall... But some of those drivers, did they own the trucks or? Yeah, they, they actually had them pay for the trucks. But, you know, yeah. I mean, that, and that's just one factor of things, that, which was a little unusual. But they were required to buy the truck. But then they had all these specifications that had to be, you know, had to have the logo on there, had to be a certain vehicle and all that. And I think this is the same attorney that led the FedEx claim. That's a big deal because, I mean, that, that gives obviously a lot of credibility to the actual lawsuit. This is a similar thing. Now, ultimately, whoever they go after, whether it be Scoobies, whether it be Amazon, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But yeah, it's definitely going to be helpful that she's basically gone through this whole process before. Yeah, it, it leads me to, you know, very blindly conclude. I mean, obviously, you can't <laughs> take this with a grain of salt, but that there's probably something here, maybe with Scoobies, but 
I'm really interested to see, you know, how they get Amazon on the hook on this, unless there's some facts that I'm not aware of that really changes the circumstance. But I think, I think the facts would have to be really damaging to somehow Amazon is, and, and I think they make the argument that, okay, these Scooby's drivers were perhaps hired just to do these Amazon deliveries. But yeah. if Amazon is not controlling that, if Amazon just says, hey, we're gonna give you some delivery orders, Scoobies, and, and just in your normal process of making deliveries that you fulfill these orders, Amazon is not really managing that process where you know they, they can't, they don't have no, any control where Scoobies is gonna hire an entire workforce as an independent contractor just to service this particular contract that they have with Amazon. Right, and you would have to think that in the agreement between Scoobies and Amazon heavily shifted or pushed all the liability onto Scoobies, which as it should, like you said, if they're really just saying, we have these orders that need to be fulfilled, you're the courier service, you take care of it. That's right. That seems pretty fair for for Amazon. I mean, that's that's how it should be. They were creative in how they went about it, but I they should not be surprised that this is what ultimately happened very quickly into the, the process. And keep in mind that, you know, one of the allegations is that minimum wage is not being paid. And that that's interesting because, you know, okay, so obviously Scoobies gets paid by Amazon. And so Scoobies has, has to take some kind of profit in order to make the payment. And so I wonder also with, you know, how much Amazon is paying Scoobies that they had to have known that the drivers, or I think this would be argued at least by Beth Ross, is that. Amazon would have had to have known that they have to pay under minimum wage in order to make that affordable. And I think that would be the argument. And I think that's the criticism of Amazon because there people are like, okay, this is why this Amazon Prime Now service is so cheap. And I even saw this one somewhat clever tagline is delivery drivers aren't drones, they're real people, basically alluding to Amazon Prime Now's drone service that they plan on launching in the upcoming years. I don't know if we'll be able to classify those as employees, but... Try that, Beth Ross. <laughs> Dare you. She wins. <laughs> she wins, yeah. Yeah, they're saying, according to the complaint, the Scoobies required the drivers, or at least these three drivers listed, to sign new contract agreeing to compensation of $11 per hour plus tips, but it didn't provide them copies of the new contract? I don't know what that means. But. And then there's all these allegations about the tips, like they say in their complaint that somehow the customers can tip the drivers and it goes directly to them, but they don't actually get it or there, there's some kind of lack of transparency there somehow. So there's like basically nine different causes of action, including everything from breach of contract to some of the other common ones like you know waiting time penalties, failure to pay overtime, minimum wage, reporting pay, et cetera. All the things that go with when you misclassify an employee because you know they don't have those kind of protections like breaks and and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's all the things the employees would be given, or these drivers are saying they should have been employees and should be given these things. So yep. to me, the big one really would just be if I was one of the drivers, would I care about meal periods, break periods, whatever? The big thing is reimbursement for expenses. Because if you're using, your, assuming you're using your own vehicle, even if not, just you know, paying for for gas, paying for insurance, paying for repairs, all that stuff. I mean, that's good. That's what's really going to add up. That's just coming out of your bottom line. So yeah, th- that's the big thing to me if I was one of these drivers. And that's coming from the expert in deliveries. Yeah, interesting. 
Yeah, I, I saw this. Plaintiffs were each were each required to execute lengthy written contracts, but were not provided with copies of these agreements. And their requests for copies of these contracts were denied by Scoobies. But they're, they're contracts with Scoobies, so there's no way they would the drivers would be contracting with Amazon, or that would just defeat the whole purpose of Amazon doing the first place. That's right. But anyway, I mean, I, I think you know, from a I don't want to say moral perspective or gosh, what's the right word? I mean, I, again, I, I'm just trying to say that Amazon probably knew. I mean, they they have to keep their costs down. Otherwise, how is it going to be affordable, obviously? But um, you're offering one and two hour delivery turnaround times on things that are bought. I mean, it's just and we, I'd even get to the biggest issue is how are there one hour delivery times in Los Angeles? Like there's just no way that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Amazon customers place their order in the app and pick a two hour delivery window, either four to six p.m., which is right in the middle of rush hour. <laughs> the worst time. Or 8 to 10 p.m., which, you know, that's that's Better. very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. So the whole 4 to 6 p.m., that seems crazy. But if they had drones, that would make sense. But Yeah, I don't think this is like Domino's or old school Domino's where you if it's not in 30 minutes, it's free or whatever. There's, there's no yeah. way they can make those guarantees. So Well, you saw Walmart is getting those uh, drones too now, right? Are they? Yeah, it's going to be drone city everywhere. You're going to get everything delivered and it's kind of scary. Something bad will happen with that pretty quick into it, I think. I do like the uh, concept. We definitely should do a seminar on classification of drones, independent contractor versus employee. (laughs) Yeah, make the argument that they're employees. Uh, I like it. Let's think about it. Yeah, this drone wasn't given a meal break. So (laughs) does it eat like nuts and bolts? I don't know what robots eat. Actually, uh, they don't eat anything, Matt. Uh. They're robots. What is there, three rules of robots or something like that? Yeah. They have to do whatever they're told, can't attack people and something else? I'm just going to look it up. Three laws of robotics. Robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come in harm. Okay. A robot must obey orders and ro- a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. Okay. So I, I knew the two that were important. I don't care if a robot gets attacked. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Keep it sound to keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up to date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.